Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Deepa Soman and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with the update on rain that continues to lash various parts of Kerala. It's likely to last in the state till Sunday and IMD has issued a yellow alert for 10 districts for Friday. Renowned educationist Mary Roy, the mother of writer Arunthati Roy, passes away in Kottayam. High court orders police to protect Viryam Port. University laws amended, governor's powers to appoint VCs taken away. Kerala blasters to meet East Bengal in the ISL opener at Kochi. Let's get into the details. Widespread heavy rains with lightning are likely to pound several parts of Kerala till Sunday according to the warning issued by the Indian Meteorological Department. Incessant rains may continue to lash the state in the coming days due to the formation of a strong cyclonic circulation over Tamil Nadu and nearby areas. A low pressure belt has also been formed in regions from Tamil Nadu to Madhya Pradesh. Fishers have been asked not to venture into the sea due to the possibility of winds blowing with speeds reaching 40 to 50 km per hour along the Kerala, Karnataka and Lakshadweep coast till Sunday. A yellow alert has been issued in Tiruvananthapuram, Kollam, Pattanamthitta, Alappuzha, Kottayam, Ernakulam, Idukki, Thrissur, Malappuram and Kolkata districts for Friday. Academician and women's rights activist Mary Roy passed away due to age-related illnesses in Kottayam on Thursday. She was 89 years old. Roy, the founder of the Pallikudam School, was known for winning the sensational Supreme Court lawsuit in 1986 against the gender-biased inheritance law prevalent within the Syrian Christian community of Kerala. The judgment gave Syrian Christian women equal rights over ancestral property as their male siblings. She is a mother of Booker Prize winning author Arundhati Roy. The Kerala High Court on Thursday directed the police to provide protection for Viryam Port. The court issued the interim order in a plea filed by Adani Ports. The court also allowed the company to seek the help of the central government in case they are unsatisfied with police protection. Remarking on the ongoing stir by Fisher Fox, the court said while it is allowed to stage peaceful protests, agitators should not disrupt the project. Reacting to the order, protesters said they respect the court order but indicated that they would continue with the agitations. The court will take up the plea again on September 27. Father Eugene Pereira, who represents the protesters, said that they consider it a primary verdict and hoped the court would take into account their demands while giving the final verdict. Two days ago, the High Court said that the construction of the port can't be halted, though the complainants can register their demands on the right forums. Before we move on, here's a quick reminder to check out On Manorama's other podcasts, Wacky News and News Break. Wacky News is a collection of the weirdest and strangest news from across the globe, and News Break is a clutter-free explainer of the major news story of the week. Both programs are available on all podcast platforms. Now back to daily news stories. The University Laws Amendment Bill, which would virtually strip the governor of his say in appointing a vice chancellor, was passed in the assembly on Thursday. The opposition UDF, after participating in the debate, boycotted the bill, saying it was an attempt to appoint government puppets as vice chancellors. The bill is widely seen as the LDF government's preemptive strike against the BJP's designs to force its men at the helm of universities. 
Former Higher Education Minister Katie Jalil alleged that there was a serious attempt to anoint an RSS person as the Vice Chancellor of Calicut University. This was resisted with great effort, but there was no guarantee that such resistance could be mounted in future, Jalil said during the discussion on the bill. However, the governor's reaction to the bill is not clear at the moment. It is nearly certain that he would not give his approval. There is a high probability that he would send the bill to the president for her assent. The Indian Super League will kick off on October 7 when last season's runner-up Kerala Blasters host East Bengal FC at Kochi's Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium. Featuring 117 matches, the ISL returns to entertain its fans across 10 venues around the country. For the first time, the ISL League stage will run for close to five months apart from the playoffs, semi-finals and final. Each club will play 20 league matches, 10 each at home and away through the autumn till the next spring as the league stage draws to a close on February 26, 2023. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.